الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص ما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا مولانا محمد واصحابه بارك وسلم وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين صدق الله العظيم ومو سسبكت الله ان بعض الاسلام we are still passing through the mubarak months and the blessed months those months which even in the days of jahiliya was regarded as blessed that is the four sacred months which in a riwayat of tirmizi says says thalathun mutawaliyat that is zilhijjah one is zilhijjah then you got muharram zil qada zil hijja and muharram those are the three that come one after the other and warajab mudar and that is the month of rajab these are the four months which were sacred even in the days of jahiliyah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the months of the year in the quran sharif and allah ta'ala says fala tadlimu fihinna that during these months a person must be very very particular how he behaves at all times he needs to be particular but especially just like how in the month of ramadan a person is particular about how he is his connection with allah likewise also these four months also hold a very high status and a person must not make sure that he is not disobeying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way now you notice that people when the new year starts people make new year resolutions years are coming years are going by the resolutions are made but nothing is fulfilled what is the reason that we are not fulfilling those resolutions the way we were we still remain the same way. our connection with allah subhanahu wa taala there's no change in it the way we were reading namaz even for the last 20 30 years we haven't improved our salah We haven't improved our relationship with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. What is the reason? So when we look in the lives of Anbiya Muhammadu Sallam, for example, Ibrahim Alislatu Sallam, Allah Taala says, "What taqad Allahu Ibrahim Khalila?" Allah made him his friend. But why Allah made him his friend? Just before this ayat or the beginning of this ayat Allah Taala says he had the quality of submission. 
He had submitted himself completely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfortunately, today we got a submission problem. What is the meaning of that? We got a submission problem. A person, he wants to have his own opinions. No one must tell him what to do. No one must tell me what to do. No one must tell me what is halal and what is haram. No one must tell me how I must run my business. No one must tell me how I must run my home. But when he gets into a problem, now he wants to run to the ulama and he wants to find out my way out. If you look at the lives of Sahaba radiallahu anhum, the reason why they went so far, whatever they wanted to do, they first asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is it correct or not correct? Not after they got the problem, now they're running to find out how can I come out from the problem. So we have a submission problem. That's one problem. And then that problem is compounded now. Why it's compounded? Because we, we got our own opinions after it. Then after it we even got our own opinion regarding deen. So we want to give our own interpretations regarding deen. Even though we got no knowledge, we haven't sat with people that are knowledgeable also. So now we want to give our own interpretations regarding deen. And then the problem becomes even more compounded. When we are told that we are wrong, we want to justify whatever we said. Even though whatever we said, it doesn't even make sense also. So the reason, real reason why we're having all these problems is because we don't want to submit to the truth. Now in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's only two groups. In the Quran Sharif, in the 28th para, Allah ta'ala says, Hezbollah and Hezbo Shaitan. You're either the group of Allah or you're the group of Shaitan. Now let's look at how, what is the response of Hezbollah and what is the response of Hezbollah shaitan When you look in the Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about shaitan. Famous incident, we're not going to go into the whole incident. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him that he must make the sajda, he told Allah, I also got an opinion. I also got an opinion. And further than that, he wanted to justify his opinion also. Ana khayrum min. I am better than him. Khalaqtani min nari wa khalaqtahu min teen. That you created me from fire. Fire is supposed to be more stronger than that sand. So why must I make, I make sajda in front of him? He, he's supposed to be making sajda in front of me. In some tafsirs they got, on the day of Qiyamah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to the animals, Ya laytani kuntu turaba, that becomes sin. Ibn al-Jawzi rahimullah has written in his tafsir, there's some tafsir he has read, that shaitan will say on that day, how I wish I was sin. In the beginning I was thinking I'm better than sin, now I wish that I'm sin now. And he'll wish that he'll also be destroyed. But he didn't want to submit. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not even feel the need to even answer him. Just like a father. Now the father is telling the son, do this, do that, as long as it's according to sharia. 
And now the son wants to ask the father, what's the wisdom behind all these, whatever, all these commands that you're telling? Why should I do this? So what will the father say? He'll say to the son, do it because I told you to do it. I don't feel the need to explain everything to you. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't feel the need to explain to shaitan. He just said, فَخْرُجْ مِنْهَا Just get out from here. فَإِنَّكَ رَجِيمٌ You are rejected. لَعَنَهُ Allah Allah speaks in the Quran, meaning, الْبُعْدُ عَنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ You are far away from the rahmat of Allah. This was happens when a person doesn't submit. Instead of getting the mercy of Allah, he goes far away from Allah. Another incident. In the Quran Sharif, in the sixth para, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about Bani Israel. Musa Allah ta'ala instructed him, would the Bani Israel, he must enter into Syria. Sham actually, he must enter into Sham. Now they have divided everything. They have made Sham. The whole area of Sham is Syria, Jordan, Palestine. That's the whole area. He must enter there. Because the Amalika is a group of people that have taken over. You need to make jihad against them. What was the response of his people? فَذْهَبْ أَنْتَ وَرَبُّكَ فَقَاتِلَا إِنَّ هَوْنَا قَوْنَ You and your Allah go, we sitting here. Musa al Islam lifted up his hand. Ya Allah, I can't force these people. I can only tell them to go. But they don't want to listen. Allah says, Now because you didn't listen to me, I'll put you in my prison. Allah is saying you're in the open land, but you're in the prison. What happened to them? They ended up in the valley of tea. For 40 days, some say even more than that, some say 40 years also. They were trapped in this one valley. Morning they used to wake up in the morning, trying to come out from this valley, by the end of the day, they're still in the same place. But they're going round and round, but they're not coming out from the valley. Allah says, يَتِهُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ You'll continue going like this, you won't find your way out. Allah says, this is what happens when a person does not want to submit to my command. He will live in this dunya. وَمَنْ أَعْرَدَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً دُنْكَ I will make life constrained for him. He'll be like a prison. He'll think he's making a lot of progress. But as far as his connection with Allah, he's far away from the connection of Allah. He's far away from Allah. He's in like in a prison. In the dunya, he's in like a prison. Why? Because he's not ready to submit. But on the other side, let's look at those people who are the, who are the group of Allah. What is their people's condition? Incident of Ibrahim alayhi salatu We heard so much about Ibrahim alayhi salatu This doesn't mean we can't listen to the incident of Ibrahim alayhi out of Zil Hijjah. His incident is there for all times. What Allah Ta'ala told is, قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ Allah told him, submit. What was the response of Ibrahim? No, no man, I'll think about it. I need to speak to my family and see what they have to say about it. I will just weigh the pros and cons. If there's any benefit for me, then I'll take it. If there's no benefit for me, I'll leave it. Did Ibrahim alayhi salatu say that? 
He said without any hesitation, Aslamtu li Rabbil Alameen. I have submitted to the Rabb of the worlds. No hesitation. There's no hesitation. And Allah never made it easy for him also. Allah says, وَيَدِبْتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَاتَمَّهُنْ We tested him. And the tests are mentioned by Mufassirin. And Allah says he completed the test, he passed the test. Just to show what, is, what you will get for the submission. When he was thrown into the fire, remember he was alone. He had no support. He's a man on his own. He's alone. No family support. No friend support. No society support. He had no government support. Everyone was against him. He's a man on his own. Anyone who was thrown into the fire, the malaika come to, to come and ask him whether he needs the help. He asked, who sent you? Did Allah send you? No. Hey, I don't need your help. Now this is called true submission. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say after that when Allah saw his true submission? Allah addressed the fire directly. قُلْنَا يَا نَارُكُنِي بَرْدَ وَسَلَامًا عَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمٌ This is what you get when you give yourself complete to Allah. Unfortunately today we want to give ourselves half to Allah and we want the full response of Allah to us. You give yourself fully to Allah. Allah says in the verse that I read in the beginning, يَا إِوَا الَّذِينَ عَمْنُوا الْخُلُوا فِي السِّلْمِ كَافَةً Enter into Islam completely, not half-heartedly. See what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly he, he spoke to the fire. That now you become cool and Ibrahim al-Islam. Then he had to leave his family. He wasn't allowed to talk to them. He wasn't even allowed to talk to them. And there are some very important points which I want to show you about submission. When he was leaving, it's obvious his family is going to ask, you're leaving us in this barren land. Allahu amaraka did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you to do this his wife is telling he just shook his head but he wasn't allowed to talk see what was her response he will not let us go to waste if it's Allah's command then it's alright now the point we want to be, we bring here what is our point of reference when we have problems? If our point of reference is Allah and His Rasul, we won't have problems. Today, if you've got a marriage problem, if the wife understands that our point of reference will always go back to what Shariat says, and if the husband says whatever Shariat says, that is, what, that is final, then you've got no problem. Your point of reference is one. Whether you have a business problem, whether you have a marriage problem, whether you have any problem, the point of reference is one and that is Shariat. Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You don't have a problem. But today, because we haven't submitted ourselves completely to Allah, when the case is for me, what I'll do? I'll go quickly to the mullah and I want to know what's the fatwa. Why? Because everything is going... It's, I'm gaining. But when it goes against me, 
then I don't accept even the fatwa even of the muftis also. Because it's not being against me. That means I'm doing things to suit myself. Allah says if you do that, the Bani Israel, You believe in part of the, of the kitab. And in some part you don't believe, you take what suits you and leave what suits you. Then obviously, فَمَا جَزَاءُ مِنْ يَفْعَلُ ذَلِكَ مِنْكُمْ إِلَّا خِزْيٌ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Then you're going to see that you have been disgraced in the world. You've been kicked from pillar to post and you're asking why it's happening. So today, as I mentioned in the beginning, we have a submission problem. I will end off with this one incident just to show you that how, when things go our way, then we'll accept it. When things don't go our way, then we don't want to accept it. That's not called to submit. And we all know this incident. Allah speaks about it in Quran also. That Umar radiallahu ta'ala that there was a case between a Jew and a Munafiq. When the case came in front of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Nabi sallam gave the verdict in view of the Jew instead of the Munafiq. What did the Munafiq say to the person? What? Let's go to another person. Let's go to Umar radiallahu ta'ala Why? Because he's going against him. He thought Umar Anu doesn't like the Jews, so therefore he will give a verdict against the Jew. He goes up to Umar radiallahu ta'ala. Before Umar Anu could say anything, the Jew told Umar Anu, we already went to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Acha, is that what happened? You went to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam already? And what did Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? He gave the verdict in view of me. Okay, no problem. He went in the back, he brought the sword, and he killed this person, he killed that munafiq. If you can't accept the verdict of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, obviously the whole family came. They were trying to get a verdict against Umar Radhanu that he murdered this person. Allah revealed the verses. Fala warabbika la yu'minuna hatta yuhakkimuka fima shadra bainahum. You do not have true iman until you accept the verdict of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this is called, as I mentioned in the beginning, the problem today, why we're finding so much of problems, is that we haven't submitted ourselves completely to Allah. If we submit ourselves completely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then we will get the complete help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming to us. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The same dua that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, when he built the Kaaba. After that, father and son, they said, Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiwal alim wa tub alayna. So, and then he said, after that he said, O oh Allah, make me and make my progeny those that have submitted completely to you. Wa akhirud da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil